Hey everybody, we are back with you once again for a new Universal Store show. Um, on this week, uh, we're actually going to be covering a lot of stuff that we're getting ready to see here in uh, about, I think, 10 days. So, anyway, uh, what that something is going to be, we're going to do some uh, recent news on the, hopefully, the opening of Tusum and some stuff that comes along with that. In case you don't know what that is, that is Tusum. Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feast Kitchen. So that is the new restaurant that is in soft opening or preview right now and will be opening, uh, we hope, uh, soon by the date that we have. Next, we're going to uh, go over some photo Fantastic Beast film, uh, five new tie-in writing journals to be released in October. Connor's, of course, going to be handling that because I seem to know very little of what I'm, I'm even talking about. Then we have some new Cursed Child news, kind of surprising stuff uh, that's going to come up out of that. And then we want to uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, something they just added to the Universal Parks app. And if you are a Universal Parks uh, attender or if you're not, uh, download the app and check it out. They just added some new, uh, new things that you can do to it. We're going to cover that and a little bit more. Uh, next, uh, if you've been to Walt Disney World, you know that they have a thing there now that's called, mm, oh shoot, I can't remember the name of it now. It's like a, uh, a charging stick that you can, uh, get out of a machine. Fuel rod. Fuel rod. Thank you. All right. That's why Connor's here. Um, anyway, um, Universal has something just like it and it is called Go Puck. It looks like it's been there for a little while. I didn't know about it. So I wasn't sure if you all would know about it either. Uh, next, uh, we're going to do some Dragon Challenge rumors, and uh, and then a um, rumor about uh, some new, uh, maybe a new game ride, a video game ride that uh, Universal is possibly going to build. All right, I think that's enough for this week, and so we'll be right back with you. This is show 371 for the week of August 28th, 2016. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Here we go. First of all, let's welcome Connor back. He's uh, back with us to to give the yin to my yang or whatever it is. <laughs> well, I don't he basically, even know where that just went. <laughs> I have no clue what just happened there. Uh, uh, basically, he is going to say everything that I can't remember, which is pretty much everything. So anyway, uh, uh, that's why we got Connor back. That and he's a rather charming fellow. So all right, so welcome back, Connor. Hi. And uh, so we're just going to kick things off here. First, the uh, Tusum opening to some chocolate emporium and savory feast kitchen opening is rumored to be on August the 28th, which was two days ago. Is that correct? Was it? Uh, 
Oh, I guess it was. Yeah. Now, so, I, I haven't heard anything else about that. Have we heard anything more about that? No. Um, that was supposed to be. But, okay, so what I saw was that the rumor had been that it was going to open on the 28th, mm-hmm. and then you could start making reservations from there, but it does not look like they made that date. Yeah, and so what's? we'll give you kind of the rundown of what's been going on. They opened at first with uh, team member previews, then they came out of that, and they've gone into a preview, which means that... Um, People can come in. Everybody can come in. Park visitors can come in and eat then during the day. Uh, they have had some issues with trying to get milkshakes made quick enough. Some people have waited 30 and 45 minutes to get a milkshake. Um, but I have heard nothing poor about the milkshakes. Uh, in fact, everything as far as food, I've heard great things about. Um, as far as uh, the last thing that I heard, if you were going to order a milkshake from the table as you're dining, that they were no longer doing that right now because the backup had become impossible for them to deal with. And in case you don't understand what that is, they actually have a counter that you can go to and just get a milkshake. At the same time, you can get a milkshake you could from the table. Um, And so for now, they're not doing that because at one point, I think that they had a backup of over an hour wait just to get a milkshake. And so they paused that. For the moment, uh, as they continue to work out the kinks, these milkshakes are almost a thing of art. And so if you see, uh, I'll get some pictures uh, from what I can. Actually, let's just wait. I'll put some pictures up and stuff on our trip. You're going to see a lot of stuff coming on our uh, upcoming trip. Pictures, things like that coming back. Um, and so if you see, though, how these, these milkshakes look, then it's understandable that just trying to learn how to make them would be difficult. Learning how to make them quickly is really difficult. And so these people are just new on the job, maybe a couple weeks here. And so it's going to take them a little while to be able to speed things up and figure out how best to do these and keep the quality. From what I understand so far, the quality has stayed the same. It's just that it takes longer sometimes to get items, whether it's... uh, I haven't heard anything about pauses in restaurant food items, but I have heard about um, the ice cream stuff. So anyway, uh, and in case you're wondering... Tucson does accept uh, annual pass holder discount. I've heard about 15%, I think is what it was coming back at. So if you got your AP, then good for you. Go in there and use your discounts. Um, they have so many things in there. There are, I'll tell you, I'm just going to throw it out there. The best video review that I've seen of the place so far came from uh, Midway Mayhem. Go out there and check it out. I mean, this is about an hour long review. They capture everything in the restaurant. Um, now, remember, this is also in preview. So some of the things that you're hearing and seeing from them at the time could change. So keep an eye on that as we come out of preview. I don't look to see a lot change, but it might. So anyway, anything else to add on that that I've kind of left out, Connor? No, I think you pretty much hit it all. Okay, moving on. Fantastic Beasts films. What is this about, Connor? Um, so this is... Okay, the new stuff that's come out with Fantastic Beasts, it's not really anything major. Um, it's There's going to be, in October, they're releasing three, uh, it looks like, is it rolled journals? Is that correct term for it? I think that's right. Um, yeah, and so they're just normal journals, but they're made to look like um, MACUSA, which is the Magical Congress of the United States. Um, that's going to be the new kind of ministry for magic in America. Um, there's one that's made to look like his binder his, not finder, his journal that uh, Newt Scamander's journal that he takes with him. And then there's just uh, two that say different spells on them. 
Um, so that's really it as far as that goes. So nothing too major. You, okay, there. but you had mentioned to me, did you think these journals were worth purchasing? Um, I think the one that looks like his actual journal from the movie might be cool to have, but outside of that, yeah, I don't really know that they're anything that would be like you know you have to have it. Okay, and how much were they? Do you remember that? Um, price I don't it? think it said. Okay. All right, so opinion-based, uh, yeah, I don't. this is going to be up to you as to whether you want to spend the money on it and stuff. Um, and to what kind of, some people just look to collect everything. Other people are looking to collect things of content. And as far as content, do you think these have much? No, that's because really they're just journals for you to write in. So what's the point of releasing these, do you think? Um, Money? Well, I mean, Universal does sell uh, their own journals in the Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade. Um, so I think there is a market out there for them. Yeah, I just don't know how big it is. Okay. All right. Well, not a lot on that, but there's a little bit there of information. And Fantastic Beast again. Oh, when does it release in the theaters? Do you remember? November 16th or 18th. Okay. I believe it's 18. Okay. And so uh, that'll be the first of three Fantastic Beast movies that'll be coming out. I'm sure that we're going to hear after those movies come out within months after that, I think we're going to start to hear some information coming out on Fantastic Beasts and hopefully some park revelations that come out of it. We shall see. Next, there's some new Cursed Child news. And what is that about? Okay. So um, this is a very reliable source. It's Snitch Seeker. That those are the, uh, it's the same website that just released that information about Fantastic Beasts, um, they're credible. They said that uh, they broke the story that Cursed Child is going to apparently be broken into three separate movies, um, and that Daniel Radcliffe would be is rumored to be appearing again as Harry Potter um, for those movies. And so I'm not really sure what I think of this, because being that it was a play, I do want to see it made into a movie. But it was maybe, I think, at most a five-hour read if you just sat down to read it. And so I don't know that there's enough there to actually make a five... Or, to no, make I'm a sorry. movie, yeah. even a one uh, even a, a one movie. Yes. Run off from it. Okay. I wonder, huh. I wonder if they could do it as a TV movie or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what, it com- what comes out of it. Um, people, I saw some people online were saying that... Um, there's a chance that some things could be explained better in the movie, and so that's why they're taking three movies to do it. Because there were a lot of things that people considered plot holes that were in the uh, book. So, if they do that, I could see maybe them making it to a full movie, or you know, three full movies. I, I just don't know. It seems like a stretch to me. And this was not... I mean, it was told in the beginning this wouldn't be made into any kind of a movie, correct? Um... Or was that never really said? I don't know that that was ever really said. J.K. Rowling, the only thing that I know that she has said um, prior to this is that she uh, she said that the best medium to watch or to read or watch the play is to go and see it as the play. That's what it's meant to be, is what she said. But I don't think it's that much of a stretch from play to movie. Okay. And it's a, it's a wider medium for people it's instead a, of going all the way to London. I mean, for really, a play. who's the character that you think is getting the most attention right now out of this play? Um, probably, well, there's two. It's uh, Harry Potter's son and Draco Malfoy's son. Okay. And that's the one that I've heard. Scorpius? Is yes. That it? Scorpius Malfoy? 
that's the one that I've heard the most about. So, and I think it's, well, I don't want to give out plot points or whatever there. So it is because of the turn of events that happens. And so if you haven't read it, go out, get it at your local library. I think they have a ton of copies there. Check it out. It's a pretty quick read, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see here. Next, we're going to move on to some uh, new things that have just been added to the app, the Parks app. And those are, well, that is, at this point, uh, you can buy tickets now through the app. And so technically it's simple. There's just a Nexter link in there. You go in, they actually say best price guarantee, the official source for the best selection and value uh, is through the app. And so technically that's how it used to work. If you wanted tickets, you could get them at the gate or you could buy them through the online. And it was always cheaper online by a small amount. Now, the one thing I haven't noticed in here is if you have uh, somebody, let's say, that's an annual pass holder and they're bringing you in, they're buying your ticket, they can get you a discount on the ticket. Uh, I do not see that in here, that you can actually load in a discount for the ticket, but uh, maybe they'll add that at some point. Um, if, uh, you know, so it, if you're looking to get that discount, then you probably want to wait to get at the gate, and we've done this before, and bought a ticket and you show your annual pass, and... You get a discount. Yes, once again, another thing that you can get out of your annual pass. And that discount was like 15%, right? Yeah, it was. So uh, we purchased a one-day park-to-park ticket for somebody, and we actually got it for about $15 less, I believe, $15, less than the uh, actual price of the ticket. Uh, Let's see. And actually, though, I think they were only supposed to do that on a two-day, weren't they? Yeah, it was was supposed to be a a two-day, two-park. To get the uh, discount, correct? Yeah, to get the discount. He gave it to me for a one-day two-part. Okay. And so, yeah, once again, cast members come through. Team members come through and kind of help you out. Uh, there's another thing that I happen to notice, because I really haven't used the app that much myself, but I was looking through it. And I do know when you park in a parking garage there, what I've always done is, is I get out of my car, take a picture of the spot where I'm parked. But they actually have a thing in the app to where... You can actually take the picture, and it saves in the app for you. But then it also puts the section that you're parked in, the level that you're parked in, the row, and then any notes that you want to add in. So it's quite a bit. Uh, so if you have a tendency to forget where you parked your car, uh, in the size of these garages, uh, everybody can have that tendency because they're so large that you can easily forget or you start to look around and every part of the garage looks exactly the same. You do not want to lose your car in one of these garages because it's not going to be as simple as hit the panic button and you know and it beeps and you can hear your car your car could literally be a quarter of a mile away so anyway just keep that in mind i thought that was a pretty cool thing uh that's added into the app for you uh all right next thing i said that we were going to cover and that's the go puck uh and the go puck basically is the ultimate personal power solution to charge multiple usb powered devices it can be clipped, strapped, or mounted to easily charge your devices while you're here. It must be placed in a locker for any attraction that restricts loose articles. For complete rental purchase details, visit the Men in Black Gear Universal Studios, Florida, or Island Market and Export, and Jurassic Outfitters in Universal Island of Adventure. We will check these out when we're in there. I'm taking an anchor battery in because I can actually get 11 charges out of a $25 anchor battery. I can get 11 charges out of uh, complete charges uh, on an iPhone 6, 6 plus even. And uh, 
And so I have a lot of things that I need to charge during the day. And this battery will easily do it for me. Hence the reason why I'm going to take such a large battery into the uh, parks with me. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take that in. And keep that in mind, guys. Uh, the Anchor battery, if you're not looking, these, these sound very unique with the uh, rechargeable batteries that you can use while you're running around the parks. And just drop them in and get a new one. They sound really nice. But uh, they're not going to hold a large charge. And so if you're trying to charge more than one item, let's say like you and your you know, partner's uh, phones during the day, well, you're going to be you know, charging and then dropping and charging and dropping and charging and dropping these things in. Um, so, and it depends on the cost. I think um, the cost for the um, fuel, what's it called again, in the Disney parks? Fuel rod. Fuel rod is $30. And uh, and so then you can exchange it as many times as you want. They also have them in airports. Uh, and from what I understand, you can buy one in many airports and you can also drop it into the same boxes and use them uh, in the Disney parks, just as if you bought it right there in the Disney park. So keep that in mind. Uh, I'll try to learn more about this uh, GoPuck as we go along. And uh, I'll also check it out when we're in the parks and kind of show you guys what it looks like and how it works. All right, a new ride. There's a rumored new ride in place of Dragon Challenge. And uh, technically, if somebody doesn't know what Dragon Challenge is, those were the roller coasters that were there before they built the um, uh, Hogsmeade, Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade in Islands of Adventure. And uh, what they did was just rethemed the Dragon Challenge. I think it was called something else, and something like that. Uh, there are many rumors out there as to what's going on with this, this uh, with the roller coaster, and as to why they would close it, get rid of it, and want to uh, replace it. One of those rumors is that, that it's sinking, correct, Connor? Yeah, um, I believe somebody had said that they had talked to a team member about it, and the team member had said that um, it sinks, I think, like six inches every year that it's been open. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to tear it out and just replace it because it's not worth it. Well, then it there's also the thing that those those were meant to race. Yeah. And there was a problem in them to where they could no longer race them. Yeah, it was supposed to be you know, Dueling Dragons. Right. Dueling Dragons. There you yeah. go. That's what the original name was, right? Or is that what it is now? Um, well, I think that's kind of what it is now. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. It has. I've heard it called multiple things. Okay. Well, anyway... I think it's not even a rumor that they're shutting it down. No, it's not at that this was, point. That was official, correct? I believe so. Okay. And I think that was maybe after the first of the year they were going to shut it down. So, um, and then there, the rumor is of what they could replace it with. Uh, this actually came from the Orlando Business Journal. They said that patents have been filed by Universal. Uh, that may give us a clue as to what they're going to put in there. Uh, hold on to your wands because they may be the key to this new ride. The patent seems to suggest a ride where visitors use wands in an interactive video game-like experience. Where riders use different wands associated with characters and use those wands at specific moments to score points, competing with opposing teams, or to accomplish a joint goal. In certain embodiments, the score input may include input from external sensors that caption, capture player motion, such as wand motion, and provide the motion characteristics as input to a score determination algorithm there's more here but i don't need to really go into it you get the thing of what you're doing is playing against other people 
your scores being added up as you ride through the ride. And then when you get to the end of it, you see who has the highest score. I'm thinking that not only could they use this just in a Harry Potter thing with wands, but this could also be used in the uh, Nintendo uh, land, Nintendo uh, construction, whatever it is that this, this area of the park can be once they open it. Um, there could be several types of rides that they could actually use this in. It actually so. could work. It's like a, a Pokemon theme. They give you a Pokeball or something yeah. that's RFID enabled. Yep. Yeah, that, that could work for a Pokemon game. So I'm thinking they could use it in many places, many different attractions. Um, who knows? Maybe even in the Fallon attraction, they've got some way to where they can put something in and you can use it as you fly through New York. Um, so anyway, uh, I thought this was interesting. Once again, just when you think that maybe they've run out of ideas, they come up with something else and they give you a little taste of it as to what could be coming and then leave it uh, on us to kind of talk about it and expand on it. And then at some point, they will announce it. I do expect to hear about um, another park at some point. I mean, they've got land that they've purchased and stuff is going on behind the scenes. Uh, there are Nintendo people that have been visiting the parks. There are things that are happening, and we'll hear about them when the time is right. Remember, right now, I mean, they've got Fallon opening in 2017, Volcano Bay, Bay opening in 2017, two new towers opening in 2017 at uh, Cabana, and uh, in 2018, they have Fast and Furious. That's just what's lined up for right now. There's also the, oh, the uh, Aventura. Hotel. Yeah, Aventura. Yeah, another hotel, Aventura. And so remember, I mean, they got to have rooms too for people to stay in if they're going to continue to um, add new attractions which builds attendance and especially if you're thinking about adding a new park and Volcano Bay whether you want to see it as a theme park or not it's going to add attendance and so you got to have more rooms for people to stay in even with the neighboring hotels we found out when we went down in April yeah uh, it's even with the neighboring hotels everything books up because you also have conventioneer stuff that's going on. And being that they're closer to the, the Orlando Convention Center, all of those hotels begin to book up. And so if they're going to be able to add, to provide accommodations to people um, that want to come on property or stay on property, then they have, to, uh, they have to have more hotel rooms. So I think you're going to see or hear, we're going to hear about the Aventura uh, next and when it will be built and when it will be finished. And probably soon after that, then you're going to start to hear about probably Nintendo World and what's going to be happening in that area. And then they'll follow up at that point with uh, what's going to be happening with another theme park on the new 475 acres that they just purchased. So a lot of things are going to continue to happen with Universal. I don't see anything slowing down. They really can't slow down at this point with Disney getting ready to open. Well, at some point, open uh, Pandora, Star Wars Land, and Pixar Place or Toy, Toy Story Land, yeah. is that what it's called? Um, you know, Disney is also, even though they're moving much slower, at some point these lands will open and they will draw attendance. And and so they have to be ready if they want to hang on to market share. They also have to be ready because whether people see this or not, every time Disney has a good year, Universal is going to have a good year. Every time Universal has a good year, it's, they're pulling attendance from each other. Now, there's a point where you can get to the tipping scale to where, you know, right now people are spending, let's say, four days at Disney and two days at Universal. There's a point where you can get to that tipping scale to where you're, you are now spending, you know, four days at Universal and two days at Disney. And so 
that is right now what's going on is that scales being weighted back and forth. And so it works well for us because I think we're going to continue to see good deals come out. And I did not put it in my notes, but um, I did want to talk about there are changes. I don't have anything else on it, but there are changes coming right now soon to the uh, Universal Annual Pass. They just offered just recently uh, UOAP days, Universal Orlando Annual Pass holder days. And I think we talked a little bit about them on the last show, but then we've seen video and stuff that went on. These things are fantastic. The parks weren't that heavily attended because school was just starting or had started, but people were getting on and off rides, and it just looked like a fantastic time. And just to kind of have the parks just for annual pass holders. So if you're not one and you do want to or you do plan on even coming to Florida for whatever reason, check out the annual pass. You don't have to buy it, but at least I want you to be aware that this is a great place to come to. And whether you have young kids or not, I know right now a lot of people would say um, that um, that they're not set up so well for young kids, younger kids. They have a Seuss land, but don't really have a fantasy land you know, with a lot of attractions. I think you're going to see things begin to change with that. So keep that in mind. Uh, keep an open mind to them. And I, with the crushing costs that it takes to get to Disney nowadays, I see a lot of families throwing their hands in the air and giving up. And I just want everybody to be aware that, honestly, to come to Universal right now is half the cost. In some cases, well, let's say, okay, so let's look at the uh, annual pass holder cost. Even at the top price for an annual pass, uh, which is like a premiere, I think it's three forty nine for it, maybe for something. It's still about half the price of uh, the Disney annual pass. When you go in and you eat in the different restaurants, uh, I've heard this as an example. Uh, pasta, plate of pasta, you know, with whatever in a Disney park is about 22 to $23. You're going to get the same plate of pasta for about half that, about 11 something in the Universal Parks. So it's truly, in many ways, is half the cost. And their discounts that they give uh, to stay in their resorts, to stay in their hotels on property are amazing. You just can't beat them. Uh, on top of that, then, you know, you get ticket discounts that, you know, if you want to buy tickets for, let's say you're the only annual pass holder in your family, but you're bringing kids and wife. You can get discounts on all of their tickets for the times that you're going to be there on top of still getting your discounts for the rooms. I know I keep touting the annual pass benefits, but I just don't I so much don't want people to miss that and go to the parks and spend more than what they have to. There are still options here and there's still ways to do uh, a vacation to uh, to Florida and uh, be able to go to a theme park and literally not be crushed by the amount of money that it costs you. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. I think that's about all we have for now. Can you think of anything else we that I've forgotten, Connor? Oh, I think we've covered it. All right. Everybody, we will be in the parks soon. So uh, keep an eye on, uh, let's see, if you don't follow us on Periscope, we are these amazing at these amazing places on Periscope. We're going to be Periscoping some stuff. going to try some stuff, too, that I just figured out where I can use my GoPro and Periscope do that. And so you don't get all that wiggly, jiggly, nauseating stuff to where it looks like, hey, I'm in a park, but I'm, you know, we're currently having an earthquake. And so it doesn't, it'll eliminate a lot of that. So we'll be able to hopefully take you through the parks and take you through the resorts maybe and let you see some things that I've never been able to do live 
We're also going to be trying out Kong for the first time, Tusum for the first time. We're going to be hitting a lot of food things. Going to have a whole food um, food uh, lineup of food videos that we're going to start to put out there so that you can actually see and hear reviews on the food in each place. Won't be every item. I don't have the money to do like some people do, and that's, you know, go in and you literally purchase every item on a menu. I don't have money to do that, but we will hit a couple items maybe in each place that we go to so that you can uh, you can check it out. All right, that is it. Thanks again, Connor. Yep. And we'll see you all again here soon. Remember, follow us on Twitter at These Amazing Places. Follow us on Periscope at These Amazing Places. And uh, hope to see you in the parks. If you're going to be there, send us an um, email and let us know. We are at podcast at these amazing places.com. Bye, everybody. Bye.